you know, it's it's funny to me that the only uh, the only player who uh, seemed to get quoted as uh, as as someone that's showing any kind of leadership after that loss was uh, was Oribe, which I thought was hmm, how interesting. So he was already calling the players out for 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 playing poorly in the first week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I don't know. You talking Chivas? Well, we might as well circle back to Chivas. Is that what you're saying? You're saying, oh, yeah. Dave was calling out Chivas. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's a, he's a leader, man. He's a he's a baller, and people want to. He's coming into a, a messed up situation. <laughs> yeah, he's coming up to a situation where guys go, well, I don't know who the leader is on this team. Man, circle of life. It's funny that you mentioned that. It's kind of like Chivas are like Lion King, you know. I just watched it. <laughs> and I just, and I, the whole time I was watching it, you know, um, last week, I was like, man, this was better in the 90s. That's what Chivas are, bro. They used to be. It used to be better in the nineties. <laughs> so, so you like the the two D, the two D version of, uh, of of Chivas as opposed to this uh, this three D, the CGI, fourth whatever. Okay. I don't like this two thousand nineteen model. Let's send it back. Let's let's go back to the to the <clears throat> the, the beginning. Let's go back to our roots. Now. <clears throat> One thing we didn't uh, – well, actually, I don't know. I wasn't on the show last week, so I'll have to ask y'all. Did, did y'all do your all's uh, predictions? Predictions? We did some predictions. No, we didn't do the like the whole league like, champion. Who's going to win? Yeah. Yeah. No, we, we, went, we, we did team by team. Like just for Jornada Uno, we didn't do like a whole yeah. who, who wins, who's top goal scorer and whatnot. I was in uh, Mexico City last week. Chiquis, you know what? you know what shirt I saw the most? A shirt? Yeah. Uh, Pumas? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're selling on the I mean, left I mean, and right. But, I mean, but just, but just been that, I mean, old ones, new ones, whatever, just the, the shirt I saw the most was Pumas. You know what the second most shirt I saw was? Chivas. Real Madrid. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, dead serious. Yeah. You in a the, fancy the, part of town. The, the third, the third was America. I wasn't a fancy part of town, but I mean, we we went we went all over, so we we went to other 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 places. <clears throat> and that was uh, that was a fun trip. I got to tell you, going to Mexico City in the summer for 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 folks that uh, live where it's just blazing hot, like like Chiquis and I do here in Austin, it was uh, it was a nice break from the from the crazy heat. It was like in the, the highs in the low seventies, and the, I guess kind of like how how it is for you and all the time. And uh, lows in the low 60s. It rained every day. Hey, we got there. earthquakes, man. You oh, know, they have earthquakes down there too. <laughs> in fact, there was an earthquake while we were there. No, but it, it was it was really nice. And uh, yeah, but uh, but the, the team that I saw the most was uh, of jerseys was it was it was Puma Real Madrid in America. I think I only saw like three or four America shirts. I saw at least twenty Puma shirts. They're everywhere. Hopefully they'll get to come out of the woodwork, cheekies. Uh, they, they they did have a nice win uh, against. So it's them. like, so like you were you were in your car and you're at a stop, 
and the dude that that starts spraying your windshield and cleaning it, he's he's wearing a a Puma shirt. No, 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 no. Those were the America shirts. Yeah. Those were the America shirts. Come on. Are they using America shirts to wipe the? Actually, I saw more Puma shirts down by the Socalo than I did anywhere else. And then the Socalo is, uh, you know, it's a pretty, pretty hardcore part of town. So outside of uh, Chivas America, who's the third most popular team? Is it is it Cruz Azul? I would probably say Cruz Azul. I think I think if, if, if Pumas was winning more, it would it would be it would be close. But I think it's Cruz Azul. I heard Atlas have a huge in Guadalajara. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is why Grupo Orlegi went in there, and and if I think they take off, they might forget about Santos. <laughs> It's going to be coming after. How many, how many? How many people have taken a bite out of that apple oil and only the? Yeah, they have the neighbors. reality. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's it's like opening the ark. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't look at it. Actually, right. like like see the numbers and see which teams have the biggest following. Like a like a updated. 2019 census, you know. It, it wouldn't surprise me, honestly, if, if Deegan has jumped to the third or fourth at this point. Yeah. <clears throat> I think Rayados and, and Deegan are climbing up. And they will continue to because they... Uh, they have money. Yeah. Lots of it. And, it, uh, and Monterrey has money too, so it... Uh, it's certainly... And they got that, uh, that concrete money, right? Or is, what is it? I forgot. I forgot what's like. Semex. Semex, yeah. Well, and then all Monterrey does is, is distribute Coca Cola all over the country. So, oh, yeah, that you know. Cerveza too, no? Yeah, they have a exactly. Yeah, just, they have a whole bunch of stuff. That shit's crazy. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they own the. Uh, is it the Moctezuma or the Cuauhtémoc that's in uh, Monterrey, the brewery? Oh, I. I never. It's, never it's one of the. Two. It's one of the two. So. Uh, Don't they do Mon- Montejo or Montejo? From no, Montejo's in, in Yucatan. No, they do. Uh, I think. I think Dosequis. Like, it's like the Dosequis and all those come out of. Uh, well, Tecate for sure. Because you know, hence the name. That's why they call them Tecate, because they can call them Corona. I don't like Tecate. You would, you, you know, you would change your tune if Tecate became a sponsor. Then we would all like Tecate very much. I mean, Chivas are sponsored by Tecate. It doesn't mean I like them. <laughs> yeah. It's, just, uh... just to work clear, Jaime Landeros does not represent the values of this. Of this <laughs> John, I, I have sponsors. He has sponsors. I, I'm sponsored by MeUndies. <laughs> Excellent. So, so, Cerveceria Cuauhtémoc Montezuma, they are indeed in Monterrey. Yeah, I think that, I think that, that if I'm not mistaken, I think they, they own that. Doesn't it? Doesn't yeah. FEMSA own that? They do Carta Blanca, Sol, Indio, my oh, favorite, Boenia, Dos X, Tecate or Tecari. Uh, and Buena Noche, I've heard a lot of good stuff about... Noche Buena? I mean, Noche, noche Buena, 
and I I haven't been able to buy it, but I've heard it's one of the, you, it is the better beers. It is outstanding. You can only get it between uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas. Oh man, I'm gonna put that in my calendar. What you need? What, here's what you need to do. You need to steal a car hood and drive to the border, and and, and mm-hmm. get it and get over the border and get it there, and then bring it back, and then give the car back to the person you stole it from. <laughs> Well, no, they used to. They sold it for a while here. At least, at least they did in Texas, in Austin, but they haven't. Uh, well, I haven't seen it in like ten years. What is it? Noche Buena. Noche Buena. It's mm. really good. Interesting. It's the it, it's the it's the clean out the vats beer. You know, that's like <laughs> it's, it's a Bach. It's it's a natural, but uh, it's a natural Bach, not the. It looks like a Modelo. What is it? It's a red. I mean, it's a it's a red beer. Oh, but like, who makes it? Is that just the that's just them? Yeah, it's the the cerveceria. Oh, Bohemia. Yeah, the Bohemia people. Yeah, so oh, what they do? They, oh, it, it's the beer they use yeah. to to. Well, when when it's like the last it's like the last brew of the year, basically. That looks really good. Yeah. Shout out to Noche Buena. Oh, it's good stuff. It's it's good Bohemia. stuff. Well, <laughs> oh, John. Me. Yes, sir. In in 2010. Dutch brewery company Heineken International announced it would acquire the beer activities of FEMSA, including Cuauhtémoc Montezuma Brewery. Uh, so uh, we came full circle. Now we see why the Dutch like Mexican players. That's they, right. <laughs> they own, they, they're winning they us all send the us beer, the best man. women, and then maybe we can have a, <laughs> a hybrid, you know. Well, we, we've had uh, already... Um, Dennis to close, um, but he's not a woman. But he, I think he married. Uh, um, his wife is Mexican. His kids are. Uh, that's a hyper you're looking for. And then we, got, we got Gignac. His kid's gonna play for Mexico. Oh, you know whose kid is getting capped? Sebastian El Loco Abreu. To what? Is he Mexican? To yeah, he was born in Mexico oh, and. Uh, yeah, and his kids, uh, I think he accepted a call-up already to the under-17. Out of all the clubs that he's played for and still playing for. <laughs> he's still Thank- playing, I think. Yeah, he's still playing for. Thank God that he spread his seed in <laughs> Well, let's hope his kid is, is half as good. Uh, you know, he could be a tronco. El tronco abreu, and, and that won't do us any good. <laughs> so I found that picture of uh, of the Noche Buena I had when I was in PV last time. <laughs> I brought back memories for John. There it is. All right, you guys can enjoy that. Good stuff. It was uh, it was it was good stuff. So predictions then. Let's uh, let, 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 let's get back to it. So now now this is I think it's better to do predictions when you when you've seen when you you've seen teams because I mean it's hard to make predictions when you haven't seen anybody in the preseason. I mean really can you really tell? So now that now that we've seen some teams play, Joel, uh, have, have what did you say last week and, and 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 have you changed your mind? No, I have not. But I will say this. Uh, I do agree that I think America is favorites up there with Tigres. 
I think they're the most uh, highly rated to to win it. Uh, and I, I, you know, I agree with that. And then you have like Monterrey, of course. And let's see how it goes with this new, with their new player. If he's able to romperla, he's gonna make them even more dangerous. But my pick was Cruz Azul. Oh wow! The Blue Cross, yes, yes. And I was telling Chiquis, their wild card, their or their dark horse is Paul Fernandez. He only played eight minutes. Uh, it's in the first week, but I think that oh, guy, he's got to get used to the altitude. Yeah, he's, level. yeah, and but I think that guy's a beast. I was telling Chiquis, like if you see his trajectory, he was at Boca Juniors, and from there they sent him to Godoy Cruz. And if you're at Boca, that's that's sort of like, you know, step backwards. Usually you go from Boca to to Europe. Not to a lower level, Godoy Cruz, but he he took that team he took the team to the top. He was one of their top players. Then they ended up uh, they finished runner up, and then he goes to Racing, and he wins the league title with Racing, and so now he's at Cruz Azul, and he's one of those players, man. I, I, I say if he reminds me of someone, it's it's a uh, a Chita Ludueña when he first arrived, you know. Mm-hmm. That is high praise. Achita came on and set the league on fire. He was outstanding. Yeah, he was the best he, player in the league for what at least two or three years. That goes yeah, there. yeah, yeah. He he could do it all, man. He he had good technique. He could. He was good at crossing the ball. He was shoot, uh, free kicks, shooting from outside the box, dribbling, and he's he reminds me a bit of that. And I, I think if he could, you know. Adapt to the, like John said, to the altitude. I could see him being like a good, good, uh, that spark plug that, that Cruz Azul needs. Although, although I'm disappointed with their strikers. Well, they, they and I feel it's serviceable, but, uh, he, he could, uh, he could certainly play a little better. And do yeah. they still have, do they still have, uh, uh, Gamado on the team? Yeah. Is he still there? Seriously? Caterucho Quemado still on the team? <laughs> they wanted to get rid of him. I don't know if they were able to do it. but I, And I think Rosa Sul also brought in a Paraguayan defender. I need to double check on that. So Cruz Azul is... Uh, now, Joel, if, if Cruz Azul does, does win the title, whose reaction would you, would you rather see? Would you rather see more? Would you rather see... Uh, Lady Cemento. Or would you rather hear Lady Machina? Oh, <laughs> Out of those two, which uh, which, which 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 lady would you uh, would you like to celebrate Cruz Azul's victory with? I don't know, man. I don't know, but here it is. Yeah, they they got uh, they got a. a from Paraguay, an uh, international uh, team player, a defender, and you know those Paraguayans, man, they're good at defending. I, I think it, they get some. Pablo da Silva still playing for Toluca, for God's sake. God damn. <laughs> Jeez, I don't know, man. How old is that guy? He's in his, he's in his late 50s. He's older than me, and I'm, and I'm very old. 
So okay, all right. So let's so, so Kiki's last week. Did you did you make any any predictions, Kiki's? No, I got a prediction though. <clears throat> all right, I'm gonna come to the defense of uh, like a line, like a ferocious line of our fellow fellow panelist Ronnie. I'm gonna say America's gonna gonna win, and I'll even say a goal scorer is gonna be Nico Castillo. So that's my prediction for uh. Wow! Wow! Well, well, why do you have to come to the fence to, to Ron to say that? Because Ron's not here. Because Ron's not here. Well, yeah, but we're not. We're not talking bad about Ron, or we're not. We're not. We're not talking. Know. You know, it's in, I, reference, I, it's, it's in I, reference to how uh, how he always says he comes to my defense on Twitter and stuff. No, whatever. I mean, he. Uh, you know, we haven't. I haven't even uh, mis- mistakenly played this yet. El América es una mierda. I mean, just, I haven't had a good chance to do it. So, I mean, there's there's no reason. To... So, 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 Chiki says, "América." Well, re- really, way to stick your stick your neck out on that one, Chiki. "América." No, I'm just kidding. I, uh, I mean, they're they're uh, they're a solid team that, that that looks like they've gotten even better, and uh, they certainly are one of the teams to beat. Jaime, I'm not sure if you were on the show last week or not. No, I would have uh, wasn't. No. So, 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 uh, what is your what is your prediction? Who, who, who do you think uh, who do you think wins this Christmas time? Um, I haven't. I, I didn't watch any Liga MX last week, so I'm just kind of going off of the scores. Looks like Tigres and America are oh, the Santos. Then should be the uh, Liga MX champion. I'd be more than, than fine with that, you know. Losing to the the future champions, that's by all means. Um, Chivas is very good at that, yes. Yeah. I, I mean, to be honest, um, I would say it's probably not going to be a repeat season for Tigres. It's very hard to win consecutive titles. Um, and I hate America, so I'm not going to say them. <laughs> so uh, what about Leon? Let's go with Leon. Leon, okay. They had a, they had a nice win against their uh, their big brother. They got close last last year, right? They, you know they yeah they lost a, they lost in the final. Yeah. yeah, let's let's go with them. After after a twelve was it a twelve uh, a twelve game win streak? Not even you know winless streak, but a win streak. That was like the worst final ever, right? It was like a zero zero game. It was a it was a it was a Tuca special. Tuca was daring the other team to score, and they didn't. It's what, uh, yeah, it was what Tuca does. So we have uh, we have Joel Saint Cruz Azul, we have Chiqui Saint America, Jaime Landero says Leon. I'm going to say Monterrey. I think that it's going to be their it's going to be their time. But, don't you always say Monterrey? <laughs> Pardon me. Don't you always say Monterrey? No, I always say Morelia. Oh. <laughs> I you came say, close. You came close under um, under Tomas Boy. Yes. Under Tomas Boy. <laughs> yeah, oh, I still. I still. And, and they lost. Right. And they and to go full circle, they, they lost to Pumas. They did. They did indeed. It was Pumas' last uh, championship <laughs> under Memo, Memo Vasquez, and then he takes him to the final again in his first year, and you know come within hitting the post an extra time to to winning that, and then they get rid of him the next year. It's like. Why on earth are you get rid of this guy? All, all he does is, you know, take you to the finals. 
Um, you know, I used to have a running joke when I when I would write for for big soccer when I do like season previews. It's like, how on earth can you preview this? And how on earth can you ever pick any 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 champion in Liga MX? Because the teams were, at least you know, up until like ten years ago, were actually still pretty even. And they didn't have this gigantic disparity of of uh, money spenders that we see now. <clears throat> and uh, so it was like it was almost impossible to pick a team because like who like they just always come out of nowhere to. Uh, you know, case of point like Atlante and then Santos. You know, Santos goes from from one season being coming barely being re, uh, relegated and then winning the title the very next year when they had Achita Ludueña. It just sounds like how on earth can you can you pick? So I always said, you know what? I'm just, I'm just gonna my standard pick is gonna be Morelia. So and they to... had and they had Achita. See, we, we keep going full circle. That's you. right. That's right. <laughs> There's actually a really, I mean, if you guys are fans See, of, of you think we, Earth, you think we planned this, John? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there was, uh, uh, if you're a fan of James Burke, he actually wrote a book called Circles about, about what ways things that are, that are, that are connected. It just, it's, uh, it was very, very Oh strange. man, I would like to read that. Yeah. What's, what's the author's name again? James Burke. It's a really good book. I highly, uh, highly recommend it. So yeah, I'm gonna say Monterrey. I think that they they've uh, they've come close, and uh, they uh, you know I, I don't necessarily think that Pizarro is going to uh, uh, be be solid. Although it would be great if he did go to AC Milan, that'd be a good, great uh, spot for him to to be a club like that. It'd be outstanding. Uh, but I do think that they have uh, they have they have enough talent and enough uh, coaching to, to to get it done. So Monterrey for him. Next question, Chivas, do they make the Liguilla or not Hoyle? Oh man. I think if they could they could remember to score goals cuz they haven't been able to score goals. The two goals they got in the in the preseason in their preseason uh, Circus Maximus, uh one was an autogol and the other one was a uh, an own goal. No wait. One was a desvio and then the other one was like an an own goal. They missed the penalty. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and so if they could remember to, to put him back on the net, you know, and as we were hoping that that Oribe could at least, I don't know, I'll be happy if he scores six goals. If Pulido could remember that, you know, he used to score key goals and trophies goes back. He give me three games like the one he did against Monterrey. Back in Matias' days, if he could give me three or four games like that. I'm not mistaken, Juan. You said that that game was the spark. That that game that sparked the entire season was was. It a, did, and it came. It came in match week, like match week ten. Match week ten. After that, they went on like a five game win streak. <clears throat> went into the league yeah. hot, yeah. Yeah, and they went to Liguilla. All, all thanks to La Chosi. You guys should begin. You know, who was it was, it was La Chofis. La Chofis was responsible for all that. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, I mean, there's there's some there's some talented guys there that just, you know, let's see if if boy can light a light some fire in their arse and get them going. But it's you know, if, if they could do that, then I could see them fighting for. For eighth place, you need you need um you need about eight wins, eight wins and like what is it four draws, twenty eight points. 
With 28 points, you could qualify. Eight wins. Last season, they did five. So, so um, it's not that, you know. You ask her to win it, eight wins out of 17. Yeah. Oh, out of nine. But it's not. What is it? Jeez, 17. Yeah. I'm thinking of the pro there. So not not entirely out of out of the realm of possibilities. So let no, me ask and, and look, you you have some really bad teams right now. Well, not bad, but not that strong. Veracruz, Veracruz is just not. That's gonna be last season. They were terrible. They they were they probably posted the worst record. They ended up with like ever. four points. And then, minus, then, right? then they were subtracted points oh, because right. of something. Yeah. So they were they had zero points. That's great. And yeah, that's and that's one of the teams that they didn't really make any signings. And like Chivas last season, that's a team where they failed to get points. They they did not they weren't able to beat Veracruz. But that was the team that like they were like the slutty girl that has sex with everyone. <laughs> and and then and then it was Chivas' turn. And she's like, oh, I'm not like that anymore. <laughs> you're special. I'm gonna take it. You know, we're gonna take it serious. We're gonna take it slow. And Chivas just didn't get. And that could have been a huge win for Chivas right there if they if they had beaten that team. And they failed. They failed it bad. And uh, so, so, but, I mean, so, so this is a team that you have confidence in that is gonna that is gonna get it done. No, no. If, if we're looking at right now, you, if you're Chivas and you're like, okay, what teams should they be able to beat? Veracruz, Juarez. You know, uh, Atletico. Yeah, the new team. Atletico's. Oh, that's right. Wait, there was a. Wait, what? Yeah. Uh, Who did Juarez buy? Lobos Boap is now Juarez and Atletico. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, what see? This show. <laughs> and, yeah, and Juarez was. So, I mean, there's, there's a few. And then there's some of these teams that didn't really. Haven't really. If you compare squads. Like Puebla, Morelia. So there's quite a few teams that are at Chivas level. It's just they don't look as bad because people they, they're not paying attention. No, no one's looking that way. It's not uh, well, you know. I, I mean, I have I have many ways to say it. I mean, it could be. You know. Somos leyenda del fútbol mexicano. You know, it says it all right there. Yeah. And Morelia doesn't have a song like that. No, really. neither does neither does Puebla. So, 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 Jaime, I'll ask you the same question. Will, will Chivas make the, uh, the Liguilla? Listen, man, you're, you're like asking me this, like, as we have cement blocks on our legs and someone just threw us in the ocean. Oh. And, you're, and, and you're, and you're asking me if we're going to make Liguilla, man. I'm just happy that if we stay alive and we, we're still floating. So, I, this is a, this is a crucial, like, season. Like, we just need to stay afloat. That's that's all I can hope for, and and hopefully Tomas Boy gets canned by week three, and we can finally get someone in there that's gonna. Yeah, but then you get someone in that's gonna be worse. I don't think you can get worse than that. I think you can put a a, a broomstick <laughs> out there, or maybe a traffic cone. I think they'll do a better job. Than, what what than has he done that is just so awful to the Chivas fans? He's just a terrible coach, and we haven't. I don't even know when's the last time we've won. I think Leon was the last game we won. Yeah, so, it was the game previous to this one. No, we lost to Tigres after Leon. Tigres was the last game of the season. Okay. Yeah. So, two games. Yeah. So so we're ready to set the world on fire what? because they lost two games. 
Well, no, I'm just I'm just over him. Hi, hi, I don't know if you heard the news, but it it's um, Sutcliffe reporting. That was the same Mr. Sutcliffe that broke the news of Gio going to Ame, and he's saying that Chivas' plan B is Paco Palencia. Oh God. <laughs> Well, I mean, he played for the club, and uh, he can paint his nails black. I don't know. I have nothing, man. <laughs> I don't think he's the answer, man. I think you you gotta do whatever it takes to get Aguirre. But, but if you're you're a serious coach as well, you're not gonna want to go work at Chivas, man. That's it's just that's how much of a mess it is. Mm. It's like you know that sentence. It's a dumpster fire and. Instead of getting a host to put it off, they're going to give you a shovel. Yeah. And, and the dirt's like half a mile away. <laughs> so uh, so nobody uh, nobody bullish on uh, on, on, on uh, Toluca's La Volpe then, huh? Or La Volpe's Toluca, rather. They got beat by Querétaro at home. King, King Midas. That's right. Bucetich, who he could have been at Chivas, but he doesn't want to work there because he knows better. Um, you know, it's not yeah. a serious place. Yeah, well, he didn't get Toluca. Didn't get any refuerzos. I think they're working with youth, and they kept like their old squad, which isn't as strong as the one that when they reached the final against Santos. So you're saying it's going to be a while? Yeah, who knows with that team? I haven't paid that much attention, but I just know they didn't bring in anyone. Like, before they would always try to bring in some international player or someone. Yeah, they've always seemed to get, get, do really well on, on, on getting strikers. That, that has been a, a definite strength for, for Toluca. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, even, you know, like Querétaro, too, they, they didn't really pick anyone up. Like, I think this this season, uh, the Liga MX teams didn't really spend much money. Well, it's because, it's cause, you know, this, you know, another thing that didn't happen this summer was they didn't have a draft. Mm. No mercado de piernas. So there wasn't as much player movement as there normally was, had been in the past. Yeah, because, and I was, I was, I was looking at like the players Pumas brought in, they they have a player from Uruguay on loan, from from the Uruguayan second division. <sighs> where, where 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 do they where do they find him? I don't know, man. Just in Ross, is it in the clearance aisle at Ross? Is it? That's what I was telling Chiquis, man. And it's it's in the clearance aisle, and it has like the the fourth the fourth markdown sticker on it. <laughs> The price keeps going down. Mm-hmm. Ouch! I think Pumas was one of the few teams that won on the road, uh, in in uh, in the jornada. And of course, they won it was at San Luis. But but typically, San Luis has been a, just been a a, a a cauldron for 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 Pumas for them to get the win. And I have to I have to tell you, I don't know if you watched the game or not, but uh, I am actually unusually bullish. You know, usually I'm I'm ready to write the season off very quickly, but. Uh, I like I like the direction that that, that that Pumas is going in. Yeah, I feel like they spent all their money on on the coach. Like they had a budget, and and the Michel caused this much. 
And they're like, yeah, why not? Yep. But, you know, but you weren't impressed when they beat America in, in the in preseason. It's preseason. You can't be impressed about a preseason result. I know, but for certain teams, it, it sort of starts looking good when you're, you're getting certain results that you weren't able to get. That is true, but, uh, you know, it, uh, it's, it's still, it's still preseason. No, but it's good though. I think that, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll know more, uh, cause they usually when, when, when Pumas struggles is, is that they, they play really poorly at home. And if they, if they start winning at home, then they, they, uh, it, uh, I mean, I don't have to tell you, Hoel and everybody else, you know, when, I mean, how many, how many home games did Almeida win, uh, Hoyle, after winning the title, was it like two in two years? Yeah, yes, pretty much. And but his last season, he didn't win a single game at home Ouch. for league, for league, right. for league. I think the whole Copa MX would have fans; they would forget. Yeah, he he, his record was pretty bad the last two seasons. Trophies are like little little forget me not pills for 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 some fans. <laughs> Hey, you, you guys didn't ask me the my opinion on Chivas uh, making Liguilla. Oh, yeah. I'm actually, I'm actually uh, you've I'm been actually, quiet back there, Chiquis. You you gotta like you know <laughs> just push your way to the front. I will actually I'll actually uh, bow down to the greatness of Thomas Boy, man. I think he's oh, gonna take him. You do. <laughs> I, think, I think he's gonna take him to the Dang. eighth to the eighth spot or greater, and he'll be dancing his way to Liguilla, man. Really? <laughs> he's gonna shut everyone down, man. Really? I think so, man. No, for real. Well, I'm not trolling. Uh, I, 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 I think, I think he can, and I'm hopeful. I'll be, I'll be yeah. rooting for him. Well, you know, he's <laughs> not, he's not getting a fair, a fair shake. You know, he came in. Yeah, that's, that's what I don't like. He, he came in in a really bad situation, and and the whole telling Miguera saying he's only here for four games. You know, he's he's not a long term coach. And and then um, and then they keep him, and then the whole preseason just how it was scheduled, where the team just traveling all over the place, it, it just it that just hurt him. And and no refuerzos, like they didn't really bring him anyone. Mm. They they just got whoever they could get uh, on the cheap. So they didn't really bring like players he wanted. So I and- mean I do think a lot of the two fans have been. A bit too harsh. It's like I'm not saying it doesn't deserve criticism, but it start at the top, man. Pretty much any coach coming in on that situation will be on a very similar, you know, will be getting pretty similar results. Yeah, I think I actually listened to well. Since Hoel was a guest, I, I listened to Chivas uh, de Norte podcast two times in a row. Yeah, what was that like, Hoel? Uh, did, did they uh, did, did they I, argue, Hoel? Was it was it just a Chivas love fest the whole the whole show? No, there was no Chivas contra Chivas. We were doing a season preview, uh, so that it was it was good fun. Uh, Rigo's brother was there, but I thought I was talking to Rigo half of the time. They sound yeah. they sound alike. But uh, what was I saying? They were talking about uh, they were ta- oh, Rodrigo I think was talking about uh, um, what's his name? Came from Leon. Oh no, came from Pacho. 
I forget the, the forward. The about a player? Yeah, on Chivas, the he was t- he was saying he needs to be up front, like on the nine position, and Pulido not so much. And I sort of agree. I think that guy needs to uh, needs to step it up and start scoring some goals. Like you were saying, that they need goals to be scored. Uh, he's he's the guy that needs to do it for Chivas, uh, and then Oribe needs to support. And yeah, I think they have the the, the the players to to do well and to make Liga. But I think it all depends on that guy. I can't even remember his name. <laughs> his name just slipped in my mind. Not Alexis Vega, right? But Alexis Ale- Vega. Yeah, uh, Alexis Vega. Alexis Vega. Okay. Yeah, Toluca. Toluca. Alex- no, no. Alexis Vega. Yeah. Yeah, I think he needs to step it up and start scoring some goals, and and uh, and if they don't, then they're going to be in trouble. So, so, so you're you're hoping you're hopeful then, Chiquis, for a for for a Ligia birth. Yeah, I would or... like Chivas, the the front office, to give him the whole the whole season give him the whole season to to do what he can and uh, I think he can I think he can do it but if they like fire him a few games through and they don't have patience like Tickle won't typical yeah. Mexican club then it might be hmm. I, I think it's gonna I think it's gonna I think they're gonna be in the hunt late into the season I'm not so sure they're gonna make it though but uh, but I do think they'll be hovering. I think they're they have like the betting houses have them at like thirty percent. That 30, sounds about right. Thirty percent odds that they will Ligia. Well, I mean, let's let, let, let's be real. So, in the Ligia right now, we have America Tigres, Monterrey, and yes. Cruz Azul. Right? We would say yes. all four of those teams are going to make it. Yeah, top four right there. So, so uh, out of the next. 15 teams are fighting for the next four spots. Well, Leon, I could say Leon. We could say that. All right. So, so, so now 14 teams are fighting for three spots. Uh, is, is Chivas good enough to be one of those three teams? Yeah. You know what? A lot of these, the, the difference is not by a lot. So a lot of times Chivas has more, has, has as much talent as, as any or more so than any of those remaining teams. So I think yeah they they should be able to make. It. Yeah, then then a good chunk of those they do, but you do have some some teams like uh, you know we could say that like Pachuca has a pretty solid squad, and then you could have a team that's better managed like Cholos, you know. So that's that's when we start seeing Pachuca seeing Cholos competition, you know, right? Pumas. Yeah, and Santos too. I mean. Uh, even though they've been releasing coaches, which is kind of not normal of them, how they just shuffle through coaches recently, and then they they didn't well, no have really that much movement. Santos is, uh, you know, Santos has been given to the interns. They, they, yeah, they sent three players to Atlas. Uh, who would have uh, ever guessed? Who? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, they still have Furch, and I think that's that's their main, that's their lifeline right there, Furch. And as we've seen with Furch, we had to remember with Dan the whole nickname Furchazo. But I got to tell you. He was missing uh, all these sitters that one season. Right. No, no, no. That, that was when he left Furcho. La, la the Furchazo <laughs> started coming when, he's, when he started scoring goals. Ah, yes. Okay. Yeah. You know, he scored a goal against Chivas, and it was a really great goal. And the entire, I forget who was, who was calling the game, 
did nothing but but criticize the Chivas defender for allowing that to happen. <laughs> Puch is one of the top strikers, man. Right. It's, it's, dude, dude sticks his leg out awkwardly in the tightest of angles, and it goes in, and somehow that's the Chivas defender's fault. Just uh, cracked me up. Well, gentlemen, uh, I think that that, uh, that, that, that covers the uh, the array of topics that we were going to discuss tonight on the Cantina Mickey's podcast. Do we... Uh, but before we leave, is there is there is there anything else that would that that, that we need to discuss? Yes. We, oh, the, and I forgot it. I, I it's like it, it skipped your mind, John, because you wanted to talk about the geo effect. I thought we did talk about the geo. No, the but geo you were saying how you was going to be like the perfect, like. Uh, oh, the villain. Yes. The villain for America. Yeah, it's going to be great if if, if he starts uh, playing well. And uh, you know, he, you know, he's gonna—he's already going to be the most uh, mediático of the team. If it, so if he can do that and start playing well, yeah, he will be. Uh, the, 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 this could be a good, a good, good portion of Gio's career coming up. He has—he has a really big opportunity to cement himself as as one of one of Mexico's great players. If, if he can have, if he can put in two or three solid, solid years at América, like Sambuesa like years. At America, and he has he has the talent and the ability to play like that. So it's uh, and, and you know what I think, Hoyle, he all he's he's starting to get the temperament too. You know, you know, Gio can be very uh, soberbio when he wants, and it could uh, it, it could certainly play well for him. Yeah, well, I mean, we talked about how Piojo seems to be like the right coach for him. What if he gets under. a brace? What if he gets a brace against Guadalajara? <laughs> okay, we're going to partner. Uh, there, John. We... We'll cross that bridge when we get there. What if yes. Peralta <laughs> scores a hat trick? That's yes. right. What if he scores a hat trick? I, I like America? that better. Yeah. I want to celebrate. live in that world. Will he celebrate like one of our own? Yes, that's. Do you think Oribe would celebrate if he scored against America? I, think I do would. think he left kind of pissed. Yeah. He he wanted to retire there in the. But I could see why they let him go. They had all these strikers. <clears throat> oh, damn. You know, they do have a Parchis uh, documentary. Yeah, I know. I, I, I've been meaning. <laughs> did you see the picture? That, Joel, did you see the picture they used on the no, movie poster? Have no. you not seen it? I think you need to see it, Joel. You need, oh, to, see the, you need to see the picture. <laughs> I, I know, but there's a, let, yeah, me see if I can, let me see if I can find it for you, Joel. I'm gonna no, see that's okay. It. That's okay, John. We don't need to see that stuff. There is a Diego Maradona documentary that's coming out. Uh, it's see by, if I can find the, the Parchis thing. I, I recommend that. Oh, the uh, Maradona documentary? Yes. It's a new one because there's a lot of them out there, but this one is... Is it, it going to be on Netflix too? I don't know. It's not there. It's... We'll, uh, we'll we'll find that information out here momentarily. Jake, is any any anything else uh, we need to we need to bring up? No, I think we're all good. Yeah. So so Chiki, so with Chiki, does Giovanni dos Santos have a good year with your with your America uh, prediction of uh, of a championship? I think he'll have an all right uh, an all right year. I was I was doubtful. Um, there was this one play. 
uh, last night where he made a good cut and a good pass was given to him. He just slightly missed the ball. Could have scored though. Uh, so I think he might do. He might do okay. Slightly hopeful. Yeah. Well, hopefully, uh, you know, as uh, as 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 uh, Joel pointed out, uh, Piojo seems to know how to how to how to get the most out of him. So. Yeah, and if he's already best friends with the enemy, Marche. That's right. I mean, damn. I mean, goddamn. <laughs> man, you know damn right they all went out for drinks. <laughs> After that, man, they're like, hey, let's fucking, let's have a beer. There is a borracho. There is a bar <laughs> right across the street from, from, uh, from. Oh, man. See? BBB John already Daniel. knows. Yeah. John already knows. You know who we saw getting borrachos? Me and John. Before a Mexico friendly. Was it the Croatia under 23 team, John? Uh, oh, you the, mean, oh, at the, at, at the Beverly Hilton. Yeah. That's right. That's right. We were at the bar uh, having a having a cold one, and they were right there. Uh, That's exactly the, right. Yeah, the, the night the night before, yeah, the night before the friendly. You know, one thing it's not really uh, soccer related, but I have to I have to share it just because it's it was just so bizarre that we had we've had chickies. Can you can you believe the last three days we've had around here? Are you, are you are you in Austin, Chickies? Yeah. What, the the heat? No, the lack of it. Oh, oh the lack of it. Yeah. What? The... Well, I was in Florida uh, two days ago. So... Oh, okay. Yeah. So here, it's like 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 the highs have been in the eighties oh. for the last three days, and there's like twenty percent humidity. It's it's like it's like a November day in Austin. It's just we had three days like that. It's just absolutely incredible. I, well, my wife and I paint. We were we were gonna uh, paint the uh, the house at some point. We was like, well, we might as well do it now because it was it's just the weather's just been outstanding. It's been great. Just a really, uh, I mean, wow. Chris, it'll be back to being miserable. Yeah, with the, like the low last this morning, Chicky's was like fifty eight. <laughs> oh, it's yeah, it's just it's it's very very not like normally for us, Chicky's is with like ninety nine seventy eight for. For yeah. the next two months, yeah. So this this was a. I've been cooped up. I need to go outside tomorrow then. Yeah, why don't, uh, yeah, it'll it'll be a little better tomorrow, but uh, yeah, it's it, it's been it's been great. It's been outstanding. Very 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 nice. I imagine, yeah. So. Uh, oh, it's been really hot for us. What's what's hot for you, Holly? Like like seventy eight. Mm-hmm. I don't did, know the did, numbers. Did you not have to take a jacket? I think it's near hundreds. I think it's near hundreds over there though. Really? Yeah, I think so. It was like ninety-eight something over here. Yeah, man, that's a dry heat. That's a little bit. It's not as bad as it is over here. That is true. That is all good, man. That is very true. All right, well, gentlemen, uh, uh, Jaime, before we go, anything else you need to get off your chest? Um, Uh, a few more insults for Carlos. I'm I'm just very pessimistic about this season, uh, but hopefully, uh. Chivas can prove me wrong. I uh, I got a new jersey uh, that I got yet yeah. the other day, and I almost cried because like that jersey represented a era of Chivas that was just campeonissimo, you know. And, hey man, you should plug your video where people can see it because he does a. It's on my it's on my YouTube channel. Just type in Chivamex and you'll see it. it's my latest video. Uh, it's an unboxing of a Chivas jersey that is a that Chava Reyes wore um, when they did a. Oh. 
they, they did that uh, that monument for him. Remember, he played. He played. Yeah. Oh, against Pumas. I thought that was incredibly disrespectful. If I was on Pumas, man, I would have given up Blanchester like you wouldn't believe. Just taking him. I remember that's when Tuca was coaching uh, Pumas, and he he got so mad. Yeah, he was furious, man. I'm sure Tuca wouldn't have gone out there. Just Tuca uh, would have played if he's Tuca. Like, the, if I would have known, I would have stood right. it up and played for Puma. It's like it's like <laughs> it's like that picture of, of of Vinnie Jones, the actor, <laughs> taking out the kid. <laughs> you know that picture I'm talking about? Where there's a, a very famous picture of Vinnie Jones, the, uh, the 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 action movie actor from England. He used to play soccer, play for Wimbledon. Oh, yeah, there's a picture right. of him at a charity match where he's slide tackling like a six year old. <laughs> <laughs> and the and the quote was, I went for the ball. <laughs> I went for the ball. Yeah, I kept I, yeah. yeah it's, it's 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 a very funny picture, but uh Oh my god, I just Googled it. <laughs> I wish there was a video of that. But uh so very pessimistic. Now, are you are you normally optimistic or pessimistic? Are you? Oh, I'm a very positive person, super optimistic. Um, that's just like my nature. And um, it's been dark times for Chivas, you know. And there's only so much you can, your heart can handle at times. Well, but isn't the isn't the the the, the majority of of Chivas time dark time? I'm not trying to be say that as, as a no, troll. I mean, you know, we, just... we had some pretty good runs, man. Like when you talk about. Like, uh, 2005, 2006, you know, back when Chios used to play Libertadores and they were like, right. they had like five or six players that were playing for the national team. Like, those were the glory days, you know, and then. Yeah, but you're talking like three years out of 20. Nah, it, it was, I mean, it was, it wasn't bad, you know. In 2010, we had the Copa Libertadores final and, you know, Chicharro going to Manchester United. Like, it was, it was, it was a, two, the 2000s was, was a pretty good, good, good year. And then, it's just from 2010 and now it's just been it's been rough, man. I mean, we got that title that came out of nowhere, but that was, you know, we always get the one one once every decade. But it just feels like it's just been. It 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 is it is it is one of like Newton's laws of physics. You know, you know, to every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. Chivas will win a trophy about what every nine to eleven years is the uh, is is the window for 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 Chivas to. To, to win the league, at least it has been since the since the eighties. Yeah, but it's all right, man. You know, I, I'm a big. I just I love the sport. I just hope they get some wins. They play some good football. I don't mind if they lose as long as they're playing good football. Um, so you would be okay with Thomas Boy coaching the whole season because that means Chivas is playing well. Like if, as long as they they don't disrespect the jersey and the you know, the team that they're playing well, for, dude, they've already disrespected the jersey with that new design. So did you know? Uh, yeah, don't remind me. Yeah, they're looking like Paraguay out there. I just, you know, I don't understand. You're you're an iconic team that wears an iconic uniform. What are you doing messing it up? You know, you mess up mess up the second uniform. Make the second uniform as crazy as you want. Yeah. You know, you know, do whatever you want to do to it. But I mean, come on, really? Just, just, it's just red and white stripes and blue shorts, and what they wear like black socks, right? They were they were either or white socks, dark dark blue or white. Yeah, and that's it. What I don't get is like Pumas or Puma, not Pumas. Puma also recently acquired AC Milan, and AC Milan is not a 
it's not a club that you you know you That's experiment with. with you don't right. experiment a, a classic design like Milan and Chivas should be also held to that same standard yet they're not because it's I don't know it's Mexico and I like the AC Milan jerseys that have the really thin stripes I think that looks just so cool I mean, Pumas did Puma did that to us too, <laughs> but we looked like pajama bottoms. Yeah, they looked like the, the the uniform they had last year. They looked like with the the Doppler effect stripes. It's like, and then like the one year, I guess the one you guys you guys probably like the the fallopian tubes. No, the one that they wore <laughs> like a pajama. It was terrible. And then and then they had the one year where like they had the Bimbo sponsor and they had the the, the stripes. Angled one way before the beanbow and angled another way, so it looked like beanbow was the thing that you were really going to focus on on that shirt. Looked like they just they made beanbow really stand out on the jersey instead of you know you know who they are. Just you know, just red and white stripes and blue stripes. How hard is that? Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, anyways, I'm out, guys. But well, Jaime, thank you very much for joining us. I'm sorry that you're having such a rough time with your. With your uh, with with your chihuahua. Before you go, Jaime, I, I, I do I do want to just I don't want to you know leave you on on a sour note. So here you go. <laughs> It'll happen again. It'll happen again. Thank you, man. Thank you. You're welcome. There you go. Jaime, that joining us from uh, from Northern California. Um, I got yes. the name of the documentary for those listening and the Maradona documentary. Curious, it's called Diego Maradona, Rebel Hero Hustler God, and uh, is the director of Senna and Amy. You know that's that's amazing because I asked my wife what four adjectives best describe, and that's exactly what she said. <laughs> exact same yeah. ones. Crazy, and, crazy how that works. Yeah, so this this is getting praise, man. This docu is getting good praise. And then, where is it available? I'm sorry, what? I don't. I think it's in the, in some of the theaters. I don't oh, it's think gonna, it's going to be like a movie. Movie. It is, yeah, and it's from wow. Capadia. So the guy did Senna in 2010. So I mean, oh wow, I like that. That was a great one. That was a really good documentary. Have you, have ah, you ever well, seen that? No, sir. It's oh, it's nice. outstanding. It's really good. Well, it's he's already. Um, the the documentary is a selection for the Keynes Festival. Oh, the really? Yeah. So I mean, we're talking. Have you ever been to the to the Cannes Film Festival? No, <laughs> no. no. Well, no, I mean, since sir, you live out, no. out since you live out of Hollywood, I figured you know maybe. You yeah. Know, no. No. When you were pounding around with uh, with Matt and Ben, that you guys would go out to Cannes at least once or twice. Yeah. Were you busy that week? Were you busy that week? Is that, is that why you couldn't make it? Oh, so I got more info. Uh, it's going to stream on HBO in September. Ah, that's wait. where I thought. So Mark it up. HBO. Mark it up uh, in your calendars. We will remind you, folks, uh, must watch stuff. We we always hear in the cantina. We like the whole history of the game. How did you feel about uh, we fo- Wait, wait. <laughs> I'm going to finish my little rant. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Even though we focus mostly on uh, uh, Mexican football, we like to talk about about um, you know other countries and other teams. And we're gonna go full circle again. Maradona ended up coaching in Mexico, 
twice. <laughs> so so a lot of these things are tied to Liga MX even when we don't realize it. How, how did I feel about him well, as a player? Well, not only that, but he had, a, he had his, his best moment as a yes. professional happening at the Estadio Azteca. 1986 World Cup, that is correct. La mano de Dios and the, what is considered the greatest goal ever. Like five it. minutes apart. That was so much. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, to me, he is he is the best player ever. Uh, it's hard to judge because there's not like much footage of other players like Garrincha and and um, and even like Puskas. Um, what's this? Yeah, Puskas and and then um, Di Stefano. So it's kind of hard, but. But like he played in the professional era, so I think that gives him a bit more of an edge. Because if you go far back, it was still a bit amateurish, where players weren't like the fitness levels were nowhere near. Right. Like if you had good ball I mean, control, geez, that was, that's good enough. Two packs a day. <laughs> yeah. And that was going into yeah, that was like already in what early eighties. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but Maradona, by the time it was that football had gotten more, more, more very professionalized, more. So, yeah, to me, but I, I think it, what held them back was all that bad influence. And I think they're going to focus on all that. It's a bit of a tragedy, you know. He ended up getting hooked on drugs and all that. It's very easy. Well, uh, it's obviously for... they're going to focus on four different things. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. It's uh, he was uh, he, uh, you know, he was. You know, I always thought that Pele was like the most loved player in the world. Yes, I think Maradona is the most hated player in the world. <laughs> yeah, he, he tends to be. Yeah, and he. Uh, I mean, I remember the World Cup in Italy. Of course, it was Italy. He played was playing for for Napoli at the time, but. He would get jeered every time he touched the ball. Every time he touched the ball, the whistles came out. And uh, that would have never happened to Pele. You know, that doesn't happen to Messi. It doesn't happen to Ronaldo. Well, maybe it does happen to Ronaldo. <laughs> but, uh, but you're right, though. I mean, you know, for you know, for for for, for a period, I mean, he there, there was no one, no one, no one. Uh, uh, questions this time. He was he was outstanding. He was outstanding, and uh, he was not my 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 personal favorite player. I, I will have to admit, I was not a I was not a Maradona guy. But he, but yeah, it was it was hard to 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 argue with with how I just didn't like Argentina at the time. I was a, I was a Brazil guy back then, so ah, that explains it. Yeah, and he. Uh, he put the dagger in the heart of Brazil in the in the in the Italian because we didn't have a team to root for in that one. So that's right, Cacherules. And uh, he and Canija just like with. Yeah, I was just gonna name him. Yeah, there's. Oh, I remember. <laughs> I remember <laughs> that game. He was Canija was really fast. They call him El Hijo del Viento. Right, and Maradona I... put a forty-yard roller right in front of him. That was like, oh man. <laughs> Hey, John, you know he's fast when he started running the Cameroonian players. That's right. <laughs> was, That's right. I was like, what? Is this possible? <laughs> you know, I, I honestly believe it. Uh, Chiquis, what, what, did, what would you think about uh, Maradona? 
during his playing years, I, I mean, I, he was awesome. He he was getting hacked, and he would still continue on getting hacked left and right. But yeah, then the I think hack, the hacking back then was so awful. Yeah, and just because he was like a smaller dude and able to withstand it. But I think as he grew older and went into coaching and the drug stuff, people uh, found it easier to hate on the dude. But yeah, I, lo- I loved play. I-, I watched the end of his career, um, but it was still when he was he was just awesome, awesome to watch. Yeah, he uh, definitely has a, a highlight reel. You know, I've often wondered about that '94 World Cup because Argentina got off the just as just. Crazy goods because they they, they you, just you slaughtered Greece. <laughs> they slaughtered Greece. They they, yeah. they beat a good Nigeria team, you know, and I did the Nigeria team. They probably should have made the semifinals of the tournament. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and then what what happened happened, and it, it's, it's always bugged me. Yeah, well, just really quick, Nigeria, because Nigeria that's, that's when you know the Eagles, what they called the Super Eagles. Yeah, that was their first World Cup. There was the first World Cup in 94 and 96. They win the Olympics. In mm-hmm. 98, they, they kind of eliminate Spain, which was one of the favorites. Right. And and that's that was when they were at their strongest. Yeah, Bora coached them in 98. Yeah, he did. But, he uh, did. Now, uh, yeah, no, and they were they were playing really well. And I was thinking, man, this, this is coming out of – and, and Maradona was playing really well. I was like, this is this is coming out of nowhere. It's a celebration, though, John. <laughs> I, 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 I liked, you know, that, I like I liked the celebration. He runs up to the camera, and he just looks coked. <laughs> he looks coked. He looks like possessed, man. He looks, <laughs> and and they selected him for the drug testing. But I, I, it's and it's still controversial because they were saying that. It wasn't like he was taking anything that was gonna, you know, um, not like he was taking steroids, right? Right. It was taking, he's taking a cold medicine. He was taking a cold and yeah, I do think right there, Avalanche, I do think Joao Avalanche kind of, kind of could have pulled strings to get him booted out because he was not, he had been suspended. So he, I think, I'm not sure if he missed a good chunk or didn't even play qualifiers because Argentina, that's when Colombia ripped it, ripped them a new one. In right, they beat them five to one. Yeah. And if they had scored one more goal, they would have not qualified. And then they even struggled to beat, I think it was Australia, to get into the World Cup. You're right. And then, yeah, and they yeah. only won one zero. They were out of two legs, they won a one zero game, and that was it. Yeah, and those were like games without Maradona and he had been suspended. I don't know yeah. for what. Can't remember. But right. he for returns. Two years he was suspended, I think. Yeah, but like, like you said, when he returned, that was like a whole different team. And they had Redondo, who was, you know, he was oh, a really man, they good had, player. They had Redondo. Man. They had Aymar. I mean, just go down the. Go down yeah, the list. Batistuta. Yeah, they just their their team was just just so good. It was like man, and then and then he. Uh, you know, in the in the very first game against Greece, I mean, they scored three goals in ten minutes or whatever. They just destroyed the Greeks, <laughs> just wiped them out. 
<laughs> and, it, and it was it was because of Maradona. I mean, man, I remember against Nigeria. You know, you're talking about the 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 Inocentes. There's a free kick that the Nigerian commits against uh, an Argentine player. I may have even been Maradona. And so the the Nigerians are kind of you know getting ready to get ready to, to they're kind of walking down to start the wall, and Canisha is just yelling at Maradona. Because there's a guy keeping him on side, talking to the goal. He's like, Diego, Diego. <laughs> and, he, and Maradona just passed it to him, and, and Canadian gets it and scores, you know? And uh, I was like, man, they're, 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 like, they're going to they're gonna do a lot of damage in this tournament. And, yeah, that happened, and it was uh, – oof. It was, uh, it, was, it was a real shame because that would have been a really, really, really entertaining World Cup to have Maradona in the, in the, in the knockouts. Yeah, and and once once he got suspended, it's like the whole life came out of that Argentina team, and they lost their next two games. Yeah, because that because that you know had Argentina <clears throat> won the group, which I think they would have easily uh, they would have beaten Bulgaria or uh, was yeah, they played Bulgaria. Bulgaria won, which sent them to play uh, Mexico. Uh, because they, because remember when they Bulgaria lost to Nigeria three zero, so they had to win. And then they beat Greece. Oh God, they were they were like you know what? That was the group that three teams had six points. Damn. <laughs> but Nigeria had the worst goal differential. And and Mexico's team, they all had four points. Yes, but Mexico had the best goal differential. So that's why they won the group, and 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 then they won, had the, the most accessible round of sixteen match they could ever have in their lives, Bulgaria. <laughs> and they left Hugo Sanchez on, left Hugo Sanchez standing there. Oh man! Ouch! Uh, coaches, yeah, I, just, we, I just, I just don't get it. We might never know what happened, John. Risto Stoichkov knew what was going to happen. So did the whole Bulgarian team. They were, you've heard that, right? They were scared to death, those guys. Yeah, I saw it because Stoichkov, I think he still works for Univision. Right. And it was when he first started. Well, that's when I heard it. He first started and he was talking about, I think they asked him, and he said that when, when they saw Hugo warming up that his teammates were scared and he had to like keep like, hey man, concentrate on the match. He's not in yet. You know, don't pay attention to it. We'll worry about that later. And he said, and to their surprise, he never came on. Unbelievable. You could take him out of their game that badly just by, just by warming up and they didn't use it. Yeah, and I think that's part of it, like with Mexico, a lot of times where they, they, you know, sort of like we've talked about the dark arts and, and some of these like like innocent, you know, this, this colmillo with how small things like that can can um, mess with your psyche. Sort of like with, with uh, what Sir Bengal did with two Costa Rica. Right. He saves the, he saves the last cambio for his for his uh, goalkeeper expert. <laughs> and I do think a big part of that was just to mess with them 
psychologically and it helped. It worked. Did you did you have you seen the video where he was remember when he was walking back and forth in that Chica to the corners? No. Yeah, so that goalie when he comes in he does that. And he either goes to the left one or the right one before he goes back to the middle. And <laughs> and that was that side of the goal was was the exact side of the goal that the uh Costa Rica team the players kicked that and then the penalties. <laughs> oh man. Isn't that hilarious? That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, but it's these small things sometimes that can make a difference. Just just little things that psych another team out. Indeed. Indeed. Well, gentlemen, we've been on for a while, so it's probably a good time. Yes, we have. But but it's been good though. It was it was, it was a good show. I was a uh, apologize for not being on last week, but I was it was I was having a good time. It was it was a great trip. It was uh it was a lot of fun to be down in Mexico City and see you know, some old friends for the first time in a long time. So, and uh, the city was uh was was uh, very well behaved. It was it was a lot of fun, man. Oh, the tacos. The tacos were so good. Hoela. Chiki is such like. Makes me, makes me want to cry. No, I didn't torment y'all because I mean, y'all, I mean, we, we, we get tacos right here all the time. In, at least in the parts of the world where we live in. Uh, but my sister, on the other hand, lives up in Dallas where she can get tacos, but she just refuses to get them. And she says, you know, they're just, she, she's told me many times, they just don't taste the same. So she, like the tortillas dry or. You know, the, the, yep. they're just they're just not the same. Well, these were the real deal. So I was <laughs> sitting there. Yeah, well, I was, <laughs> I was I was I was not being nice. <laughs> but you know, it is what it is. I'm sure I'm gonna make a trip. It. Yeah, she'll make a retaliatory uh, shot herself at, at some point, and she has in the past, and she will continue to do so. So, as as will I. As will I, gentlemen. A great, uh, great show here on the Cantina Makes podcast. Uh, thank you very much, Joel, for joining us. Cheekies. Oh, always a pleasure, Jon. Always fun. And uh, for uh, Jaime Landeros and Joel Aceves and Albert Campa, my name is John Jagu. Thank you all very much for listening. Uh, we are available to you all on, on a variety of uh, podcast platforms. Uh, you can download us on whichever one of those you choose. Uh, So thank you very much for listening, and we will talk to you guys again next week.